0: I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Ainsley Earhart. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, October 2nd, 2020. I'm Trey Yings. President Donald Trump and the First Lady have tested positive for COVID-19.
1: The president very much would like the conversation to be about the U.S. economy, not about the coronavirus pandemic. And the conversation now for the foreseeable future will be about the coronavirus and the way the administration has responded to the pandemic.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown, Global Pandemic. The news is sending shockwaves around the world. President Trump tested positive for coronavirus on Thursday and announced the diagnosis on Twitter. This raising new questions about the 2020 elections. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak. And hear from Fox News Radio White House correspondent John Decker. Starting first in Russia, that has seen nearly 1.2 million total cases of coronavirus. Today, Russia counted 9,400 new cases, marking a four-month high for daily cases. Despite the spiky numbers, officials in Moscow say a second full lockdown isn't being considered. Now to Japan, where the coronavirus vaccine will be given for free when it is released, according to the country's health ministry. Japan has seen more than 83,000 total cases and around 1,500 deaths. One Japanese doctor told the Fox News rundown last month that Japanese culture has helped to keep people listening to government guidelines and stopping community spread. Finally, in the United States, more than 7.5 million total cases have been reported. With more than 45,000 daily cases still occurring, the outbreak is far from over in America. Overnight, President Trump and the First Lady, Melania Trump, tested positive for the virus, making headlines around the world. So what does this mean for the November election that is just over one month away?
1: The president presumably has to self-quarantine for
0: maybe upwards of 14 days. This is Fox News Radio White House correspondent John Decker.
1: And we only have 32 days until the presidential election. And so every day the president is self-quarantining is a day that he's not out on the campaign trail. Uh, On Friday, the president planned to travel to Florida. Uh, Tomorrow, Saturday, the president planned to travel to Wisconsin. And those are two battleground states that the president will not get to in person. And they're two critical states for the president in terms of his reelection prospects. So it's certainly not a good time uh, for this to happen, uh, as if there's ever a good time. But now especially just um, we're less than five weeks until Election Day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to ask you about what this means for the messaging strategy from the White House. Oftentimes you're in the briefing room questioning the press secretary and the president when he joins from the James Brady briefing room about, COVID-19 and the response from this administration, and uh, this week you were pressing the press secretary on a separate issue, but I think it got to the core of the need for accountability from the White House and also the need for the American people to trust the White House. How do you think that this plays into the Trump administration's uh, larger messaging strategy when it comes to COVID-19, having the president actually contract the virus?
1: Well, it puts them off message to a certain extent. Uh, The president very much would like the conversation uh, to be about the U.S. economy, which the president believes is coming back, roaring back, uh, not about the coronavirus pandemic. And now as a result of the president disclosing that he and the first lady have contracted COVID, uh, the conversation uh, now for the foreseeable future will be about Uh, the coronavirus and the way the administration has responded to the pandemic. So uh, that is a place that I don't think the campaign, the Trump campaign, wants uh, the conversation to be at. Uh, On the flip side, that's exactly where the Biden campaign wants this conversation to be 32 days before the presidential election. Uh, The Biden campaign has maintained that uh, the Trump uh, administration, President Trump specifically, have not managed the coronavirus pandemic well and uh, this latest instance uh, plays into that in the sense that the president oftentimes throughout the past few months has played down uh, the severity of the problem Uh,
0: so when it comes to lawmakers on the hill where do you think that they will uh, take things from here We're, we're seeing reports that lawmakers will now be able to get tested they're going to sort of implement a, a testing strategy to ensure that the virus isn't spreading among congressmen and senators uh, but do you think we'll start to see a shift to more virtual hearings especially with the supreme court nominee uh, in the coming weeks the focus in washington going to be there
1: yeah that's a great question i think that that seems to be the direction that we're heading Uh, which would be so unusual. Uh, This would have been, and will be, I should say, the seventh Supreme Court confirmation hearing that that I will cover, uh, and I may be covering it uh, virtually. Uh, The nominee, Amy uh, Coney Barrett, may be uh, delivering her responses to questions coming from senators on the Judiciary Committee in a remote fashion. Uh, That's obviously still uh, to be known to see how that all plays out. For lawmakers on Capitol Hill, Uh, I think that they need to re-evaluate the way that they uh, go about their daily lives on the Hill. Uh, Right now, as you may know, Trey, the House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, she requires every lawmaker, regardless of party uh, and regardless of risk, to wear a face covering uh, when they're in the Capitol and when they're in congressional buildings. And that is not the case on the Senate side of the Capitol. There's no requirement that the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has imposed. That, too, could change, uh, given what has happened at the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue at the White House.
0: You've been listening to Fox News Radio, White House correspondent John Decker. We'll be right back. And when you step back from Washington and you, and you look about the response from other world leaders. We've seen well wishes pouring in for the President and the First Lady today following this announcement that they've tested positive for COVID-19. Um, but how do you feel that this changes the dynamic with the President when it comes to foreign leaders? There was a lot of buzz last night online after this uh, a tweet went out by the President indicating that he did indeed test positive about what this would mean for military readiness and for the U.S. uh, presence on the world stage. Do you feel that that changes, or are the players at the Pentagon in Washington maintaining pretty much an average posture when it comes to U.S. presence abroad?
1: Oh, I don't think it changes anything. You know, the military is always ready. Uh, to respond to any uh, eventuality or possibility of a crisis uh, around the world. That hasn't changed. And the military has been very good in terms of keeping uh, the number of COVID cases to uh, a minimum. Uh, they have practiced social distancing. They have required face coverings. We saw one instance early on when this pandemic started of Uh, a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier uh, being a super spreader, Uh, but that's the only instance uh, really that we've seen of that, and instead what we've seen is the the commanders of military bases, not only in the United States but around the world, responding uh, to this pandemic in ways that uh, I think health authorities would applaud. So I am not concerned, and I don't think the Pentagon is concerned about military readiness in any part of the world, uh, which is a good thing obviously that our our military leaders are listening to our the health officials uh, that are providing guidance to them at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention
0: certainly and this is one of those topics that has affected everyone around the world in a different but similar way and now touching the White House directly with the president testing positive along with the First Lady uh, Fox News Radio White House correspondent John Decker John thank you again for your time
1: Thanks a lot, Trey. Great to talk with you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.